It's the cocktail hour. For me, it is right now. The 4 p.m. cocktail hour on Josh Cohen and the Home Team is sponsored by Monroe's of Palm Beach. Tuesdays are Tomahawk Tuesdays at Monroe's of Palm Beach. 36-ounce bone-in ribeye. Book now at monroespalmbeach.com. Josh is going to be very tough to beat. You always have to go with a guy who's considered the best in the world by far. This is Josh Cohen and the Home Team, broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. On the new ESPN 1063. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorney Studios is correct. That's where we are broadcasting live in full effect from on this Wednesday, middle of the week. Aljamain Sterling, top bantamweight contender, will be joining us for 20. Strange time of the day if you're not a smoker. Yeah, right. But uh, good thing we're not a smoking show. Regardless, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys, if you have been involved in an accident, if you were injured at work, you have workers' comp issues, medical malpractice concerns, nursing home abuse and neglect issues, just call Anajar and Levine. I can't stress this enough. One call for them to handle everything and to make it easy on you, but most of all, to see to it that you receive maximum compensation and everything you're entitled to, okay? Dealing with the insurance company direct, can't do it. That's what they want you to do with the insurance companies because they know they can trick you and fool you to giving you a whole lot less than what you truly need. That's the business they're in. That's the, that, I mean, that's what it is, sadly. Call Anajar and Levine instead. It's responsive legal help. It's my friends Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, and a big team of litigators that fight to the finish to see to it you get what's right. 1-800-747-FREE. 1-800-747-FREE. 1-800-747-3733 for Anajar and Levine. They don't just practice the law. They practice what they love, which is also the law. Yeah. So it's... Just so happens. Just, I mean, it's probably... I mean, you should probably do what you are passionate about. Yeah, right. Especially, especially yeah. in that realm. Like Dean Thomas. I talked to him. I said, what are you passionate about? He says, climbing mountains. Yeah. And I said, well, how come you're not a mountain climber? He goes, I'm not trying to get to the top, bro. I'm just trying to climb it. Just trying to climb it. But yeah. He should be more passionate about fighting. Should, no, he's not a fighter anymore. I'm he's not a dad, Ken. Or coaching. He's a teacher. Oh, okay. I've had people tell me they don't think of Dean Thomas as a coach. They think of him as a has-been washed-up coach. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I've had people tell me. I mean, I remember when um, someone, or I know who it was. It was Kayla Harrison, the two-time gold medal winner, the uh, PFL women's champion, main event million-dollar winner, she actually uh, was explaining the correlation between me and her to like her publicist mm-hmm. at Super Bowl Radio Row, and then said, Dean Thomas, you know, Dean coaches, and then she was actually, you know, I think like, Dean like more as a teacher, like they view you as a teacher, as a professor, as a sensei, like Miyagi, not, yeah, the, not, the, not the dude, not the mean dude from Cobra Kai, but more like Miyagi. Yeah, yeah I'm kind of like that because like I don't really coach like yell at people and make them do all this crazy stuff i'm more like a philosopher yes like cerebral yeah. yes yeah. yeah and and so sometimes in the middle of the fight you know they're getting beat up and they're like coach what should i do and you're like the fly finds its way through the honey <laughs> and they're like what the, does that even mean the fly shall fly the fly shall find a way out of the dab of honey. And meanwhile, they're getting kicked in the face. Right, right. They're getting choked out. Punched in the throat. Yeah. Kneed in the liver. And they're like, Coach, what do I do here? 
one must fly with the salmon in the stream. But they're swimming. No. You swim, we must fly. And I like how Dean has developed an Asian accent as well while he is delivering he's, these philosophical sayings. He's doing this Miyagi stuff. Right, it is right. true, man. I don't and, know. Yeah, and I ain't even going to lie to you guys, man. I've sat and I made uh, Shorty and David, my, the two guys stand with me, I made them watch a karate movie with me the other day. <laughs> nice. Just, I did because I wanted them nice. to, I was trying to relate the lessons in that movie to our lives. Which uh, karate movie was it? It was called Invincible Shaolin. It's on Fight Pass. Okay, and it's an old Bruce Lee joint. No, it's a, it's like an old, one of them old like kung fu movies. Okay, and what is the moral of this story from the kung fu movie? Well, the moral of the story was that you know they were up against these guys that had these special techniques, and they had to train some other special techniques to fight them, and and it was and they had to learn these new things in mm-hmm. order to beat these other guys. Mm-hmm. What a what a summation! That was yeah. really well done. You should uh, you should take over for Cisco and Eber. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You guys sit in a little red velvet chair at the movie right, theater right. and be like, our next film is called whatever that was. And basically, these dudes try to fight these dudes. <laughs> they got special skills. Uh-huh. And then, like, so you try and like, be like, oh, you got those skills, but I can do this. So I'm going to try and do this. And then, hi-ya! I give it two cauliflower yeah. ears up. Two cauliflower yeah. cool, cool. <laughs> How many cauliflower ears? Yeah. Yeah, I, I give that movie four cauliflower ears. But <laughs> the funny thing is, is like, as we're watching it, like, it was it was kind of late at night and I fell asleep. And that was <laughs> what a great example. <laughs> so, they, Thank yeah, you, so they were making fun of me. So like they put up a story. They was like, how are you going to fall asleep uh, watching a movie? You told us Right, to you're trying to teach yeah, us so a lesson <laughs> and you fell asleep on the couch. Yeah, I fell asleep. And then, you know, and then when it's over, they were like, oh, this was great. <laughs> <laughs> lesson learned. Yeah, probably when you fell asleep, they probably fell Forwarded to the last thirty seconds, <laughs> and then and they made a loud noise uh-huh. to wake you up, <laughs> and they got to skip forty minutes of the movie. <laughs> you got us watching. You got us watching kung fu movies for like like Christian. Uh, what was his face uh, in in True Romance? Christian Slater. Christian Slater. Oh, yeah, Christian yeah. Slater yeah. When he went to the movie theater, he's watching his kung fu <laughs> movies, and then all of a sudden he thought he met a girl. Meanwhile, she was paid for. Buddies paid for uh-huh. her to go sit there with him and be his companion. He had no idea. And then the whole rest of the movie, it's like. All this dude wanted to do is go watch a kung fu movie. Now, all of a sudden, right. he's shooting at drug dealers, <laughs> losing an eye. I do like the idea of Dean with his fighters just turning on like it's school, like Fist of Fury, and saying, all right, uh, we'll talk about this after the movie's over. Yeah. Man, hey, listen, I'm actually going to get a chalkboard because I have like these diagrams that I want to draw these guys, like these Venn diagrams that I want to draw guys in order to help explain and illustrate some of my points. Why don't you get a dry erase board or just PowerPoint? Or a chalkboard. Chalkboard. Get you get a chalkboard. Uh, Dean, so when it's you and David and Shorty Torres training at your gym, your home, the firm, which, by the way, by Port St. Lucie uh, zoning and code, is not uh, supposed to be a place for lodging <laughs> right, right. or business yeah. or used as a gym. Uh-huh. So if someone wants cracked out, City Hall is listening in Port All St. Right. Lucie. Right. Uh, I can give you the address. <laughs> it's just, it's not zoned for business, which is de- exactly what Dean's. It's underground come, fight gym. Come and get us. Yeah, come, come, come and get us. It'd be like special report. Come <laughs> yeah. on the screen. Uh-huh. Yeah, we'll be in here all of a sudden. It'd be like, you know, Jay Cashman will be like, uh, uh, nature lovers gathered at Juno Beach today. And they'll be like, this just in. There's a helicopter shot. We're going to go live right now to NBC News. This is a live shot from Affiliate. WPTV West Palm Beach. That aerial view is of a uh, very modest home in a neighborhood in Port St. Lucie where apparently in the gym several MMA fighters and their coach have holed up telling the local government quote, come and get us. (laughs) A scene reminiscent of the Branch Davidians Uh in Waco, Texas. Apparently their coach, the man whose name is on the uh, home, 
Din Thompson is holed up with fighters David something and someone named Shorty Therese. <laughs> Look yep. at the breaking news live. Come and get us. You got to be careful when you say that. Yeah. I know. Because there's, there's an overzealous city councilman that's like... <laughs> All right. right now, right now, drawing up paperwork, uh-huh. yeah. zoning violations. And that's exactly what happened last time in 2007. Search warrants. So when, it's, so when it's you and David and Shorty Torres there, who um who are the two guys that have to hold the board and who tries to break it with their head <laughs> <laughs> during your new training exercises? <laughs> but we, now I, I'll put it on on cinder blocks. It's cinder blocks on ah, cinder blocks. Ah. Um, breaking boards with your head. Yeah. I like you ever it. seen Shorty's head? He could break it for sure. <laughs> Shorty got a solid head. Anvil head. Yeah. His head is as big as his torso. Shorty, no, Shorty Torres is a wonderful uh, comedic talent mm-hmm. who has a just a tremendous personality. He's a great fighter, and he, for whatever reason, really looks up to Dean. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, make his. I don't. have no idea. He'll figure yeah. it out. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> let him be misguided. He, um, but he is built like one of those Funko uh, objects. Yes. Where there's yes. like the big square head, uh-huh. and then the body's kind of smaller. Yep. Where meanwhile, I've got Beetlejuice. I've got a tiny piece I Right, you absolutely so if do. Shorty's DNA combined with my DNA, it would be like a perfect five foot seven person <laughs> with a head who was just the right size. Right, right, right. <laughs> the head would be normal size. It wouldn't be too small, it wouldn't be too large. But you guys really are on both ends of the the head size cranium. spectrum. Yeah, the yeah. cranial spectrum, correct. If you, like if you were to say, hey, um, you know, this girl I went out with, she was she was nice and she was smart and she was confident and she was interesting and she was beautiful. But her head's kind of, I don't know, her head's like not the right size. You could be like on a scale of Josh Cohen to Shorty Torres. Where is she? <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. And they'd be like, uh, she's like a uh, quarter ways away from Shorty. They'd be like, ghost her now. Because uh, <laughs> if the head's too big, you can't, like a woman with a small, small head, you could deal with that. Yeah. But she got a big head. If she looks like a, uh, like a college sports mascot, you know, with a big giant. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You don't see a lot of women with giant heads, though. No, you don't. You see dudes with giant heads. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why is that? I don't know. Well, I think too. You think the hair hides Probably, it? If you're a woman with a big head, yeah. your hair can hide it. Absolutely. No, I think it's got more to do with testosterone levels and HGH levels. Maybe. Which is why people like you know Barry Bonds mm-hmm. or Dean's boss, their head suddenly grew <laughs> much larger. Yeah. No, I think there's something to that. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Would you rather, uh, Dean, date a girl who had a really, really tiny pea-sized head with, like, Beetlejuice or someone whose head looked like she was wearing a mascot head, like Lee Corso picking a football game? It would have to be a small head for sure. Tiny little pea head. Yeah, no way would I deal with no bobblehead. Kenny? Um, Probably a little tiny pea head. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why'd you take so long to answer that? I don't know, because I was weighing my options. Uh, Well, those were your options. (laughs) I know, but... Are you trying not to say Why do you think your wife's head's too big or too small? No, no, not at all. She is a perfect size head. Is that what you're implying? No, because I I don't judge by the size of someone's cranium. No, not that, but but it can be distracting. It can be distracting. Yeah, I mean, you don't want them to put their head on your shoulder and your shoulder falls asleep or you become injured. But like, like, you know, I'm not only to be petty, but we can all be distracted by a physical... Something on someone. Like people look at me and they look at my nose and they go, My goodness, your face looks like you're asking a question. <laughs> yeah, like, Dean's I got a question mark nose. It's all yeah. bent cooking broke. I guess if I preferred it would be a smaller cranium. It would be yes. a smaller head. Yeah. Right. Oh, I, I just got a text message from Jeanette, another one. All right, what is that? Oh. Said, uh Christine's still there, I'm coming through. Well, Christine isn't here, so Christine is still <laughs> she, I mean, even Tina, she doesn't know your Tina. name. Is it Tina? Uh, she's coming through to see you. She's coming through to see you. Me and Jen are texting right now. We're cool. She's texting me too. Well, you think. By the way, one of the big trending topics on Twitter earlier today, someone asked, um, what is your uh, worst example of texting the wrong person? 
Uh, this is a favorite home team topic. <gasps> it used to be when you uh, didn't realize that you called the wrong person or that you were on three-way, and then it got taken over by texting, where you send a message to the person that you're texting with or talking to by accident, or you screenshot and you send it to that same person. J-Mart is one of my favorite stories of doing it wrong. When J-Mart was texting with his wife, I think it was before they actually even got married. Yeah, I think so. All of the things he was going to do to her <laughs> and how he was going to do them and where he was going to do them. Yeah. He was texting nasty, just nasty, nasty, filthy, nasty stuff <laughs> to his wife and didn't realize that her mother was yeah. on that same text chain. Yep, <gasps> yep, 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 yep. Oh, no. It's one of the all-time great and not oh, unexpected no. J-Mart stories. Damn. Yeah. Um, we have, from the home team annals of history, mm-hmm. stories involving pocket dialing one's mm-hmm. aunt, and while they were talking to their friends, how they were skipping school on this day, <laughs> and they said, what are the odds that it pocket dialed your, your aunt, your mother's sister, and you just happen to be talking about, isn't it great that we're skipping school right now, that we're not in school right now? Like, that's stuff from a sitcom. Yeah, absolutely. But these things really do happen. Uh, we've fun. all texted the wrong person. We've all screenshot a, a text conversation oh. to send it to someone. And then we send it to that person. They go, why are you? Sa-? And then they they know immediately you're about to sell them out. You try to sell them out. Right, <laughs> right. Tina, you nod your head because that's happened before. I I've done that before too. I've done that accidentally at work before with a teammate. Where you were trying to like knock no, on I, them? No, I was going to text something. Like there was a situation. I went to go text my manager about it, <laughs> or I was texting my fiance about it. Uh, oh, I'm going to go talk to someone and I accidentally texted to your manager to, to my man. Yeah. Oh, to Lindsay. damn. So but it you, wasn't, it was just saying, Oh, I got to go talk to Lindsay. And okay. then I completely acted fine. Right. And yeah. we, don't, we don't have to get in particulars because remember the audience has no idea. who yeah, Lindsay yeah, yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your manager you is good enough. So you, so you wanted to complain. You were having an issue. You were upset about something. Yes. And then you sent that actually to the person that you were going to go vent to, but you meant to send it to your fiance because you were venting to him. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. 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 Okay. Ken's cool. giving me a look. Yeah. Why? I've got two of these. Well, you don't, don't share them yet. You don't have to share them yet. Okay. But just just know that that topic's coming back around. All right. It I'll is be trending ready. on Twitter, and it immediately oh. makes me think of J-Mart and so many other instances of people that didn't know they were on three-way, uh. called the wrong person, pocket-dialed the wrong person, replied all on an email. The email's the worst. Emailed the email's wrong the person. That's the easiest <gasps> one. I have yeah. a story. There's lots, there. there's lots of ways to yeah, get in trouble. there, too. Aljamain <laughs> Sterling will join us here momentarily. He is fighting for the UFC Bantamweight Championship at 135 on Saturday night. A UFC 259, great to watch it. Uh, of course, at Twin Peaks, where there's never a cover charge, each drinks scenic views. Uh, Dino, you're in St. Louis. Uh, you're with fighters and contenders and such. Will you still be finding a Twin Peaks to watch it for free and bringing um, your packets of sugar and asking for lemon water? I'm going to try to. I, you know what? That's definitely something I need to do because this is the biggest card of the year, and I have to be. I have to watch it. So and Twin Peaks will have it for free. I texted you last night whether or not you wanted to let Aljamain Sterling know that you were going to be on the show. Because he's a friend of yours. You yeah. guys, you know, you never trained together, I don't believe, right? We you have. We oh, have. you have. You have. Yeah. Okay. So so he's aware that when he calls into this show, he'll be talking that you'll be on it also. Yeah. Okay. And then do, do you want to ask the questions? No, you, no, no, no. you want to run? You, no? no, you can go ahead and run point. But I did text him and I said, I said, man, don't curse. Because everybody who come <laughs> on here that's my friend always curses. Just ask Tyron. Yep, and I said, yeah, and he said, "All right, I got you." But remember, so he's he's still gonna curse though. But he's oh, not. No, don't he, curse. He's, he's not coming curse. on because of you. Or I know at your request, so you would be absolved of this, right? So if right. he cussed and got in trouble, got us in trouble, I guess I didn't invite him. I don't yeah. even like that dude. 
Oh, yeah, that's true. And actually, under new management, this side of things as well, wonder how that's going to uh, affect things if he does swear, if maybe he'll be let back on. Oh, because Tyron got banned because he kept swearing over By and over again? By a previous person, yeah. Well, because he just wanted to get uh, Jordan's show canceled. Yeah. And so, it, mission accomplished. Success, right. Congratulations, Tyron Woodley. He's you got Jordan's show canceled. <laughs> yeah. So, if you think about it, we all owe a huge debt of gratitude to Tyron Woodley. Yeah. <laughs> God bless you, sir. For freeing up our Saturday mornings. <laughs> now, we can just find it about fishing. And, and golf. National and golf in the Honda Classic. That's right. And ESPN National. No feeds. more karate. The important stuff. So, yeah, Aljamain Sterling will join us soon. Dean, he's been trying for this for this opportunity for years. And he, he has been. But he's earned it over the last year. I mean, he, he, the, like, he's almost over-earned it. When you say where he had to even go above and beyond to get this chance. Listen, here's a guy. He's got three losses. One of them was a knockout, so like that's understandable. But his other two losses were split decisions that I thought he won. Here's a guy who definitely earned it, man. This... Give this man the title. They should just put put the belt around him. Well, no, you know better than that. I know better than Nothing that. Nothing is given. Everything is But that's is my earned. boy, though, so you know I'm going I'm to root for him okay. to get to get it like that. Uh, on this card, also, your former fighter, um, Amanda Nunes, she is the co-main event of the evening, fighting Megan Anderson, who's six feet tall and who has a three-inch longer uh, reach advantage. Mm-hmm. Um, Amanda Nunes is a minus 1,100 favorite. Whew. Right? Megan Anderson yeah. is a plus 750 or whatever underdog. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're talking about if Amanda comes out swinging and comes out swinging wild and angry, she, she could, I mean, talk about uh, uh, puncher's chance. That's a spot where a puncher like Megan Anderson, who has ended fights in the first round and who does have that reach, she could catch Amanda with something. This could be a crazy upset. It could be. It's unlikely. Uh, it's unlikely. Yeah, it's, it's very highly unlikely, but. I mean, if you if you I mean, that's where the value is. The value is on is on Megan Anderson. Look at Dean Thomas talking value yeah. propositions, explaining, to, teaching us our own stuff about you know. Yeah, obviously, there's no value on a fighter yeah. at minus. The only time you ever risk eleven hundred on a fighter in a fight is if you already know that the fight happened last night and your friend you're betting against doesn't know that it's right, a replay. Right, right, right. You're just scamming someone. The only one time yeah. that you ever lay that kind of juice in a fight. And it's when you already know the outcome. <laughs> because remember, even if you bet against yourself, sometimes you accidentally win fights. Yeah. Ask Dean Thomas. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, in a fist fight, no fight should be uh, 1,100. You know what I'm saying? Plus As a favorite. No, no way. No way. Because I mean, think of it this way. Like, Anthony Smith, has struck, he struggled with an intruder in his house. You know what I'm saying? A dude who don't even fight and he struggled. He couldn't finish yeah. the intruder in his house. He said he was terrified for his wife yeah. and his kids and his, I think his mother-in-law, but it affected him mentally because he was unable. Yeah. It was a drunk dude who was on like gummy worms, and he, and he broke into Anthony Smith's house. Anthony Smith, top UFC uh, heavyweight contender or light he's a He's a middleweight. Middleweight, that's right, middleweight yeah. contender. And Lionheart is his name. Mm-hmm. And so th- he wasn't able to just contain... Uh, and the dude wasn't there like intentionally to harm him and his family. He was under the influence of stuff. He was in the wrong place. Yeah. And, yeah. and Anthony Smith could not subdue the cat. He was like holding him down, try- couldn't finish him. He was like, I was elbowing him in the head, and he just wouldn't go away. I was like, what? And that's why we began yeah, yeah. betting against Anthony in the next yeah. two yeah. fights. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yep. It proved to be worth it, too. It, it, well, it was rattled for sure. It was yeah. rattled for sure. So Aljamain Sterling will join us momentarily. Remember, they're, they're on tight schedule. So if they run late on the previous phoner, then we have to kind of fix it and keep it short so they stay on schedule. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, we'll get the most we can. Yeah, we'll do that. I just want, I want, to, I want to have him on because, A, he deserves it, 
and B, he's Dean's friend, and C, he and I were two of three people that were sitting at Tyron Woodley's after-party table by ourselves with nobody else waiting for the champ to show up, and we all felt a little self-conscious because we had this booth at the after-party, and we're the only ones sitting there, and do-do-do-do-do, and him and his brother, I don't think, even don't drink, so I'm making a cocktail for myself, right. and the whole thing is just like, all right, and then the champ arrives, and then the lights are on him, the DJ, and then all that, and then the party happens, but before that, it's like, uh, you guys are a little early it's to the like party. It's like the awkward, like, yeah. so, uh, hey, yeah. hey, what's going on? Dean put in word for me. He says, yo, I said, you want to go there? I said, yeah, I want to go there to party. So he says, I'm going to tell Tyron's sister, hooks it up. I said, Dean, I'll see you there. He goes, no, I'm going to, I'm going to sleep. Yep. <laughs> Not Dean's scene. Dean's, Not my scene, man. Dean's fighter just defends his belt. Main event, pay-per-view, big fight card, March, Vegas. And Dean says, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm just, but, I'm, I'm done for the week. But Dean, that's said. not your style. Like you, you go home. Or you go back to the hotel, you sleep. That's your celebration right there. You're yeah, that's my, done. Listen, when, yeah, exactly. As soon as that fight is over, as soon as the bell rings, my job is done. I'm out. I figured you, you took a pass on it because you found out it was at that nightclub inside of the Luxor. And for those that don't know, that nightclub inside the Luxor, it's called like LAX. It's trying to be, you know, like the uh-huh. LAX club. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, um, but it is not a... Uh, yeah, it's it's a, it's a scene. It looks like <laughs> something. It, it looks like if the bowling alley in Port St. Lucie went out of business <laughs> and they said call it LAX. Make it a nightclub. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Dean tell me I'm wrong. No, nah, I mean I don't know. I don't know what the LAX looked like, but I know what the bowling alley in Port St. Lucie looked like. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So Al Jermaine was there. I think his brother, right? His brother was out there that weekend. Yeah, yeah. He's his brother who also fights. He was actually on an episode of Dana White looking for a fight one time. There you go. And he, he didn't get picked up because, you know, he ain't win, but, All right, let's you get, know, he's still a good fight. Let's get to it because somebody kept him too late. He's your boy. He deserves this opportunity, this title chance, and I think on Saturday night, Michael Buffer, excuse me, Bruce Buffer is going to say, and new, he is Aljamain Sterling and joins us on the home team on ESPN 106.3. Uh, good afternoon. Aljamain, how are you? Hey, how's it going? It's going, it's going. I know there's things you'd rather do, like focus on this fight. And not have to do radio and such, but Dean Thomas demanded the UFC that you take time, spend time to come on the radio with us. So if you want to blame someone, <laughs> Dean Thomas, this is all on you. Uh, damn, Dean. Do me like that. I mean, no. Dean, Dean, defend yourself. No, I honestly, Aljo, I didn't even know you was on the show until last night. They told me were coming on so they wanted me to remind you not to curse because because all my friends have a tendency to do that in fact tyron woodley can't even come on the show anymore because he was just cursing up a storm yeah tyron got banned by the actually the radio station for, oh, for cussing and such uh al Jermaine, this is the opportunity you can't make it more than it is you can't put extra pressure on yourself but i imagine this week's got to feel different for you and if so if i'm correct it does feel different how does it feel different for you um the only thing different is just been the media obligations. Other than that, it feels like another fight week. I'm cutting weight, and that always sucks, and it sucks right now. Um, but other than that, I'm just enjoying the process and taking it all in. But it's no different. The only thing that's going to change is this fight means the difference between becoming the champ or defaulting to second. You know, so uh, I'm just excited about this opportunity and. Uh, I just got to go out there and take what's mine, something that I've been working so hard for all my life. and Well, not all my life, but the last 10 years, something I've been working very, very hard for. And to, to earn that spot as the best guy in this division would be huge. It's a huge fight. It's a huge fight card. It's UFC 259 on Saturday night. Three title fights, four champions. Aljamain Sterling is the contender versus Peter Jan. Remember, it's not Peter because there's no E after that T. There should be. Right. I don't understand how it's Russian, so we go with that. But here's the thing. 
it is a fight card that is stacked. There are three title fights and four champions. Does that take some of the pressure off for you? The fact that it isn't all just on you, or does that not even matter to you at all, Eljo? No, not really. I, I'm a very laid back guy. I think my approach is very, uh, very relaxed. Um, the only time I really get super intense is, you know, when it's time to get out there and, and, and scrap. And uh, I think if you keep the emotions high the entire fight week, it, it drains you, you know. So yeah. it's nice that there's other title fights on here. I think for me, I feel more like a fan. Like I'm just excited to be on this card. This is just a monster card in terms of name value. And these fights are going to be ridiculous. And for me to be a part of that, and that, that says a lot, especially for the UFC to, to say that this matchup is one of the fight cards, one of the fight matches we definitely would like to have on this card to make this a blockbuster card. And um, I think we will deliver uh, on Saturday. 259, UFC 259 on pay-per-view. Again, go to Twin Peaks, watch the fights as well. Um, great partners of ours. Dean, so I'm going to ask you now, as coach and mentor and, of course, teacher in this, do you, first of all, you and I are on that page with Khabib. You don't let emotions get involved. Emotions get you tired. It causes mm-hmm. fatigue. So we're already on that. But when Aljo here talks about being a fan and just being excited to be a part of the card, if you're a coach... You find that comforting that he's at ease and that he's excited to be there, or does that cause you a little bit of concern? No, I mean you want that because yep. the, the last thing you want is a guy to show up and go, "I can't wait till this is over," and that's what you'll get from a lot of fighters. Mm-hmm. They get there and they're like, "I can't wait till this is over." But you want a person who's there, like, "I'm so happy to be here, and I'm just glad to be here." You can't ask for anything more. Aljamain Sterling, Funk Master MMA on Twitter and Instagram, joining us on the home team in advance at UFC 259. Aljo, can you tell us two things that you learned from Dean Thomas? No one's been able to come up with two things thus far. Are there two things that you learned in life like or anything, fight, anything yeah. at all from Dean Thomas? <laughs> I learned from Dean Thomas to, to have fun and just enjoy the moment. Um, life's, life's too short to, to have a bunch of regrets and not taking full advantage of the things you can take full advantage of. and uh, I love that. That's really it, man. Yep. This, this is such a unforgiving sport in terms of wins and losses. So to go out there and and just leave it all on the line, I think it's uh, something to be said about that. So um, mm. I've learned that from Dean. I've learned that from, from Matt Serra. Yep. Um, they've actually fought each other before in the past as well, and they're good friends today. Uh, so it's a, it's a fun time. It's a fun time to be here and to just be one of the best guys in the world right now. Yeah. It's a, this is a monumental time in my life right now. It's, it's a great challenge. It's an opportunity you've earned and that you deserve. And like you said, go take what's yours. Aljamain Sterling, best of luck to you Saturday night, UFC 259. Uh, be well, young man. Looking forward to hearing those words and new. Thank you for the time. Thank you, guys. Appreciate you. Aljamain Sterling, who's cutting weight and doing media. And Dean, if you talk to fighters who are in it to fight and not be famous, they will tell you their two least favorite things to do in fight week are cutting weight and talking to media. Yeah, and I know it's got to be escalated now because of the magnitude of this fight, fighting for a title. He's doing a lot more. He's probably doing double or triple the amount that he normally does and cutting weight. I could hear it in his voice. I was like, I man, was I, I kind of felt tired. bad for him. Yeah. yeah, I was just going to say to you, you know I wear my earbuds loud, and you know that I pay attention to how things are said. And as soon as he came on, we all knew, and that's why I addressed it immediately. It's media during, and I know you don't want to. Yep. Right? Like. I don't want to put you on the spot here because the UFC people like, dude, don't do that. We're trying to get media. Mm-hmm. But, Dean, you know from the fighter's perspective and coach's perspective, 
the only thing that uh, fighters enjoy less about fight week than media is cutting weight, and he's doing both yeah. right now today. Yeah, and he he's and what's in today's Wednesday, so like yeah, he's he's almost getting in the thick of it too, where it's really bad, where he's just draining himself physically and not brutal. eating a lot. So yeah, it's brutal. Brutal. Um, this text message, I'm sorry, Dean, I didn't see it. I apologize in advance. Dean texted me uh, during the uh, during the interview. He said. Please don't tell him I told you to bet everything you have against him. <laughs> oh, uh, well, why would I do that? Yeah. Well, I know how you are. I know how you like to sell everybody out. Actually, my phone was face down, so I'm not distracted. It's a good thing you didn't read yeah. that text. And, Dean, you did, you did text me. You said you had a question that you did want to ask. Why didn't you ask it? Well, because I thought you was going to throw it to me because I know how we, we work, operate Just that way. Before he came on, I asked you when you said... Well, I changed my mind. Right. But the only, the only, I was only going to ask him about. Go ahead, the, I'll, I'll be him. The documentary. I'll, all right, I'll be Aljo. You, you ask a question, and I'll be him. Um, uh, so they did a documentary on you called Unbroken. It's on YouTube. I thought it was phenomenal. It was one of the most inspirational pieces I've seen all year. Uh, what did you think about the kid who played you? So I haven't seen it, so I can't answer no, that. I'm not going to pretend. It. Was Rory involved with this? Because Rory, yeah, Carter- Rory, Rory, yeah, Rory made it. All right. So why don't you do this, Dean? Why don't you tweet out a link to this documentary okay, that I'm was on Twitter? Because Rory was saying it's one of the most incredible, inspirational stories he's ever heard. It and, is, and it's about Aljamain, who we just had. And I had, and here's another thing. I had my fighters watch that as well. We watched that together as well. I mean, it is. Did you fall asleep really, during yeah, that? Did you I didn't fall asleep. That? It's only 14 minutes, so I didn't fall asleep during <laughs> that one. <laughs> that would have been embarrassing. Dean's like, listen, you guys, you got to watch this kung fu movie. It's so important. It's so riveting. There's so many important lessons here. I'm telling you, have to. And then Dean falls asleep, and they fast forward to the very end. <laughs> then they nudge him and go, "Oh, it's over." <laughs> Five minutes Dude. passed. The home team on ESPN 106.3. It's the cocktail hour. For me, it is right now. The 4 p.m. Cocktail Hour is sponsored by Monroe's of Palm Beach. Book now at monroespalmbeach.com. This is Josh Cohen and the Home Team. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-FREE. That's 1-800-747-3733. On the new ESPN 1063. So much of fighting in MMA is about range. It's about keeping range and figuring out their range. Well, I figured out my range. It's a 2020 Range Rover Velar R Dynamic. See what I did there, Dean Thomas? Really, I, saw, I saw that. That was really yeah. good. You saw that coming? I, was I, was I, I that, saw that coming, too. Was I telegraphing that? Uh, a little bit. Land Rover Palm Beach. Inventory second to none. Staff informed. Staff, no pressure. Matt Atkins, who runs the dealership, Land Rover Palm Beach, has been there for 30 years. By the way, that store is a local family-owned store. It's a different level of service. I would also recommend you go to LandRoverPalmBeach.com. You can do the quick deal option for quick, easy steps on your phone or whatever mobile device or your computer to uh, figuring out what you want, figuring out the value of your trade, and getting a deal done right then and there, just like that. Have it delivered to you, even. It's that simple now. Yes, they do have the 2021 SUV of the year. Motor Trend decided and declared the Land Rover Defender. They got those. They got everything. And that's where I got mine. I am a member of the Land Rover Palm Beach team. And I imagine that you probably always wanted a vehicle like that, too. And you can make it happen. I do. I know you do. Uh, You can lease. You can buy. But if you do so, either way, LandRoverPalmBeach.com. West of the Turnpike. Okeechobee Boulevard in West Palm. Land Rover Palm Beach above and beyond. 
Uh, Dean Thomas has a one-time waiting for us momentarily. We will get to that. But first, let's check our on-air threesome poll. Today, we're going to move quick through this because we also have a generational jeopardy for me to allow Christina to feel good about herself before she leaves her bachelorette party because you got a real good chance of beating me against the spread today. I hope I beat you today. Hope, hope straight I up. Did. Not even point spread. Just straight up. Okay. Yeah. Right. I'm our ready. Our on-air threesome poll is a foursome poll, and it's on our Grand Champions Polo Club Twitter feed at ESPN West Palm for this show at Josh Cohen Radio. Um, but this is on our station, Twitter, the Grand Champions Polo Club Twitter. Kenny. Which will Rockets fans do for James Harden's return to Houston tonight? I'm sorry, this is a three-some tonight. Yeah, this is true. Thank you. Sorry. A, boo him. Will they boo James Harden? B, cheer him. Will they be like, yeah, man, thanks for the memories? Or C, a jumbled mix of both. You know the jumbled mix of both? Yeah, like the smattering of boos and a little bit of applause. It's some boos and some cheering, and it sounds like on Price is Right when people are yelling higher or lower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When Bob Barker would be like, is it higher or lower than 1995? And then half the people are higher, higher, and then half are lower, lower. So it just sounds like rival, rival. And there will be enough of a fan presence in Houston tonight to at least well, get a hear feel it. for what they're doing. Yeah, no, you'll hear. You'll hear whether he's being mood, booed or cheered. Uh, Dean Thomas, what do you think they will do for the beard when he returns to Houston tonight? Boo. They will boo him? What do you think yeah. they'll do, Christina? Boo. Kenny, what's your vote? I think they'll cheer. I Actually. do, too. I do, too. Because they recognize how bad they are without him. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they recognize, too, that the organization not in the greatest shape right now. But here's the thing, too, though. He showed up fat. And he made it clear he wanted out. Mm-hmm. And he made it clear that he wasn't being a team player. And Houston, you know, just lost their biggest stars in football, their biggest stars in baseball, and then their biggest stars in basketball. Yep. They don't have a hockey team. So he may get the, you know, he may be the kind of the goat on this and not greatest of all time. The brunt of but the he frustration. May, he may get the brunt of all that, you know, Springer gone. Maybe. I just, I would hope he gets cheered because he meant an awful lot to that organization. And Westbrook, did an awful lot gone. For yeah. J.J. Watt, gone. Yeah, no, you're right. It, it could happen. DeAndre Hopkins, gone. Deshaun Watson promises, he gone. Um, the people probably voted they're going to boo him. Yep, 50%. Then they voted um, smattering, and then they voted, uh, voted cheered. Uh, yes, yes. 50 to 40 to 10. What are there, like 10 votes? Uh, yes. Wow, you got four. Are there seriously 10 votes? Yeah. You you literally wow. hit everything. Today's my day. That was great. Today's my... I'm definitely not going to die in my sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's coming up, Josh. Totally nailed that. All right, time now for everyone's favorite story hour. Forget Dr. Seuss. He's canceled. Uh, everyone's favorite Jeez. story hour is one time with Dean Thomas. And today, it is going to be presented by the Cleveland Clinic. Dino. One time... I was in Japan, and it was the night before my friend was fighting. We decided to take the subways. Now, if you know anything about Japanese subways, it's, it's very confusing. What do you mean if we know any? We know everything about uh, Yes. You're talking to Ken Levick. I'm familiar with Tokyo and its layout. You take yeah. it? Okay, go ahead. So, all the names, they're like, the names are really long, and they all sound similar, and they're like, Separated by colors, and it's just really, really confusing. Well, the colors would be helpful, wouldn't yeah, it? That probably yeah, the colors would be helpful. Because red is red in any language, right? Uh, right. But I wasn't thinking at the time. I thought, <laughs> we were just trying to, like, you know, just see the city a little bit. Okay. So we get on the train or the subway, and it's late, and we don't realize 
that they stopped running at like midnight and this was probably like nine o'clock so we're on this train just having a good time chilling 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 so then we finally get off like wait like we was on for a while too so we finally get off and we're walking around then we try to go back and then we realize that the train stopped you are you have no idea where you are we have no idea where we are you're far from your hotel we're far from the hotel and you ain't got no and we ain't got left. nothing and you ain't and got a subway that, yeah, there's no subway and this was at the time before and i don't even know the name of the hotel we were staying at you don't know the name of the hotel your stuff i don't know the at. name yeah so and this was before they had like keys with the names on it i mean we they gave like <laughs> physical keys to the hotel room this was that's how it was and it didn't have the hotel name on the little plastic no thing? it didn't have the hotel wow. name or on it, it did but it was in japanese right so you couldn't yeah. read it. it didn't make a difference and to you no, it, like, did, it, it didn't have it on it it was just like a key a lot of japanese words just look like like a like a, a birdhouse yes <laughs> <laughs> they look like a beautiful birdhouse yes they do so japanese is a beautiful language it's a, beautiful, it's a, it's a written language yeah it's yeah. a written language so we're walking around for hours lost until we finally run into some little street dancers. We're like by, the, by this time, it's like 3 in the morning. <laughs> so we run into some street dancers, and they're dancing hip-hop. So I'm thinking to myself, man, they like hip-hop. I'm black. They probably don't know no black people. Probably never seen a black person before. I'm going to go talk to them. Perfect. I'm right. I did. And when I went up to them, I could tell they ain't never met nobody black before. So they were so excited to meet me. They was so finally, I let I, I, one of them spoke a little bit of English. So I got talking to him and I was like, "Yo, we don't know where we're lost. We know where we're at." And that and I had him one of my little cards of me being a fighter. So then that also got them excited to meet us because I I sort of told them we was fighters. Yeah. So finally, like the one I was talking to, I like explained to him where I thought we were staying at, and he was able to talk to a cab driver. And get us back to our hotel, How about which was that? an hour and a half away from where we were oh. in a car. How Two about different that? cultures coming together for one common purpose. Over, that's um, right. Over um, a, a fascination with a black person by a breakdancer. Yeah, that's yeah. right. See, See, that, that was old as time. That was the scariest I've ever had it in my life of being lost. No, Ken's right. It's a tale as old as time. Just like Beauty and the Beast. Right, exactly. Tale as old as time. <laughs> Same premise. Same exactly. Uh, that is a fascinating story that happened one time to Dean Thomas, and today it was brought to you by the, the Cleveland Clinic. Dino. And, and the good news is that happened in like a March of like 2001, and March is actually Colorectal Cancer uh, yes. Awareness Month. Yeah. But don't be feared. Don't fear it because it is treatable through a colonoscopy and it is preventable through screenings. The Cleveland Clinic of Florida is want to remind you that it can be prevented, treated and defeated. And as a patient, you get the most advanced level of medical and surgical care from physicians that who can treat you in a wide variety of conditions. From diagnosis to the treatment to the most complex cases, expert colorectal care is close to home mm. so don't be again don't be concerned don't be afraid don't be you know don't you don't have to fear it yeah. because with a colonoscopy exam it can save your life and you want yeah if you want more information call 877-463-2010 or visit clevelandclinicflorida.org slash colonoscopy i thought it was strange that one time that i decided to come over and surprise you and, you know, uh, Shorty, David, your fighters or whatever, I thought it was a little strange. I didn't realize, you know, that this was going on because I, I walked in the garage and I was like, Dean looked shocked. And I was like, what are you doing? He said, oh, no, we're giving each other colonoscopies. <laughs> wow. I said, dude, that's what Cleveland Clinic's for. Do it at the hospital. Yeah. You're not qualified. He goes, no, we're, fi- we're just fi- we're figuring it out. <laughs> 
the three fellas. <laughs> we Googled it. The, the, the three fellas do well, like examine well, each other. It's true. We, sometimes you got to take matters into your own hands. Right, but I was like, needless, like, where are your parents though? You're doing the examining. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that was part right. of the colonoscopy. It's not, no, it's not supposed to be. That's what the Cle- <laughs> Cleveland Clinic is saving lives. Yeah, and, yeah and, totally. And, and things in life we need to do preventative, right? And this is one of those. So listen to Dean, what he says. Listen to Cleveland Clinic, what he says. Uh, you can catch things and catch things early, and you can treat things and you can save lives, especially your own. Yep. Sincerely, take advantage of that. Full advantage of that. Thank you, Cleveland Clinic. It's the home team on ESPN 1063. It's the cocktail hour. For me, it is right now. The 4 p.m. cocktail hour is sponsored by Monroe's of Palm Beach. Book now at monroespalmbeach.com. This is Josh Cohen and the home team. Broadcasting live from the Anajar and Levine Studios. Anajar and Levine Accident Attorneys. Call 1-800-747-3. That's 1-800-747-3733. On the new ESPN 1063. Oh, I got important stuff to tell you guys about involving Grand Champions Polo Club and me and the World Polo League. How about next Tuesday, March the 9th? My friend Melissa Ganzi, the first lady of polo globally... Um, and the one and only Michael Kors, the actual real life like Michael Kors the himself. Actual that one, yep, yeah. Uh, is, an, is an exclusive virtual event. It's going to be a sneak peek presentation of Michael Kors' spring and summer 2021 collection. And I'm going to be your host. I'm going to MC this. Um, we'll have Michael Kors on the Zoom, and you can watch it all as it happens in real time. But here's what you got to do you got to email E Corsano, the letter E, Corsano, C O R S A N O at BGC, as in Boys and Girls Club, PBC, is in Palm Beach County, dot org. BGC, PBC, dot org. This will happen on Tuesday night of next week. Then, on Sunday, March 14th, be at Grand Champions Polo Club in Wellington. It is the Boys and Girls Club 2021 Great Futures Polo Day, which will cap an unforgettable week with two amazing events to benefit a wonderful cause, and that being the Boys and Girls Clubs. So again, information available, gcpolo.com, with the Boys and Girls Club of Palm Beach County. Uh, By the way, that uh, Celebrity Future Polo game uh, will kick off at 10 a.m. on Sunday, March the 14th. Celebrity Polo Match, Ralph Lorenz face of the game, Nacho Figueres, all-time great Nick Roldan, buddy of ours as well, and many others. And there'll be a private polo brunch or field side, an auction, unbelievable opportunities to really have a great day for a great cause. Tickets going fast at P, excuse me, BGCPBC, Boys Girls Club, mm-hmm. Palm Beach County, dot org. Proceeds benefit the Neil S. Hirsch family, Boys and Girls Club of Wellington. Do not miss it. Dean Thomas is in St. Louis. Kenny's on the road tomorrow. Uh, you got basketball stuff, so you'll be out of studio. Yeah, I'll be out of studio. And Christina, on the show. Christina, you're on the road. You are headed to Georgia for a bachelorette party. You are correct. Everyone goes places and does things, and I'm just here. Yeah. And didn't it always used to be the other way around? Always. The tables have turned. My, how the table turns. <laughs> Turn table. Turning tables have turned. How did Michael say it? It's like how the turning tables have, t- I don't know. How the turntables have turned and turned. Uh, let us get up to speed. We're going to have to play Generational Jeopardy on Monday. Next That's week. Fun. That would be Monday, huh? Yeah. Yep. Two what is happening? Two of you together. <laughs> you guys in concert? That was terrifying. All right. Up to speed is the headlines. Up to the moment you need to know as we hand you into the 5 o'clock hour on your drive until 5. And it's always brought to you by Tire Kingdom. 
tires, oil service, oil changes rather, service, repairs, all the above. Tire Kingdom, it's all you need. They'll always get you up to speed, your vehicle and such. Kenny. One heck of a field shaping up for the Honda Classic, March 15th through the 21st at PGA National. The newest editions announced this morning. New edition. Jupiter's Ricky Fowler. And Phil Mickelson going to be in the field. Dean, if you weren't listening completely, you'd think that Ken Levicka said new edition will be playing at the Honda Classic. And and Ricky was going to be there. And Ricky. Ronnie, yeah. Bobby, Ricky, Rick, and Mike. Ricky. I was like, where's no. Ronnie, Bobby, new, Ricky, and Mike? New edition will not be there. New additions to the field will be there. So, Ken, you're 36. You should know this. Ronnie, Bobby, Ricky, and Mike. If I love the girl who cares who you like, who's the other member of uh, new edition that is singing? I don't know. If he says I know. Because uh, yes, I don't. I'm more like New Kids on the Block was my first foray into goodbye. Goodbye, yeah. uh, Dino. Go ahead, tell him. Jordan, Danny, Ralph Tresvant, Ralph Tresvant, mm-hmm. who had a solo career of his own a little bit later. A couple of hits, not like Bobby Brown. Bobby Brown was obviously the big breakout star, right? But Ralph Tresvant, remember he had a couple of singles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which means no, he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't know it at all. Uh, Can you stand the rain? Was that him or was that uh, New Edition, the later incarnation? Can you stand the rain? That's Missy Elliott. You... No, not I can't stand the rain. The one that went, oh. can you? Oh, you can you stand? stand? Was that Ralph Tresvant or the later edition? It was the old edition. Okay. Now they play concerts. They should be called old edition because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it ain't 1985. <laughs> Uh, Las Vegas Sands Corporation, the upscale resort and casino company founded by the late Sheldon Adelson, is selling its two Nevada properties in a $6.25 billion deal. Apollo Global Management and Vici Properties partnering to buy the Venetian and the Sands Expo and Convention Center. Vegas got a long recovery ahead of them. They got a long road to recovery. I wish Vegas, I mean, Vegas is such a great symbol of America, and it would be a shame for it to continue as it is now. You know, it just, you know, it, it would be it would be a shame. Sources tell CNN President Biden will no longer push for $2,000 pandemic stimulus checks. What? Instead, it'll be $1,400 that'll go to Americans based on income, and the checks will phase out beginning at $75,000 for single filers. When, uh, when, when is it, what do you mean phase out? If you make more than seventy five grand, you ain't getting a check? You start phasing from $1,400, uh, $1, and it decreases. When is this coming, Joe? I know these people uh, voted for you. They like, want to. They want to check. I know. I feel, man. Movies. I feel like a lot of people feel bamboozled right now. Yep. I'm. am fe- feeling uh, bamboozled. Oh, moderates, man. Yeah. Uh, health experts are concerned about a California COVID variant that appears to be evading the vaccine and previous infection antibodies. There, there are concerns go. it could mutate with the UK variant to create an even stronger COVID strain. Of course it will. Oh my gosh. Uh, we have the flu every year, don't we? Mm-hmm. And they yeah. create a flu shot to try and guess what it is this year. Yep. Yeah, cold. This is not the time to let up. No, this is not the time to take your foot off the uh, off the gas. And then finally, up to speed in news involving people Josh knows, Dr. Oz helped save a man who had collapsed <laughs> at Newark Airport on Monday night. Oz, with the assistance of a Port Authority officer, performed CPR on the 60-year-old victim. Nice. Then they used an airport defibrillator to revive the man. Nice. Basically, someone is like, you, Dr. Oz, do something. And then Dr. Oz yelled, help! 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 <laughs> and then and the worker came over with the defibrillator and was uh-huh. like, I got this. And then Oz put his arms out and said, everybody stand back. Stand back. We got this under we control. Help! Yeah, who's, help! Dr. Oz looks like the, the actor that played the Green Goblin. What's his name? Willem Dafoe. Yeah. Yeah, Willem Dafoe. Willem. Yeah, not William. Willem. Oh. Uh, Dr. Oz, is my, that's my boy. That is your boy. We did the event together for yeah. Kid Sanctuary Campus. He goes, yeah. you're a comedian? I said, no. He said, you should be. And I said, you should be a doctor. <laughs> 
He's a, a coronary expert, right? He's, like he's a, a, I know people don't agree with him, whatever. He's a, he's, a, he's a good dude. That's all yeah, I can tell you. He's yeah. good. I, I can tell if you're a good dude or not. We spent a little time. Yeah, strapping man. He's a good dude. I don't know if he's strapping, but he's a good dude. Uh, there it is up to speed. You're my tire kingdom, tires, oil service repairs. Tire kingdom's like me. Uh, Jeanette has entered the studio, and she's standing right behind Christina. Hey, I don't know if Christina swing? knows she's behind her, but she's like, Yes, I know she's behind she, me. Right she now, was about to catch a woman on her. poses a threat right now. Yeah, yeah, time for your daily dose. So that's cold. Brought to you by John C. Cassidy, the first and last name in air conditioning, appearing on the Late Late Show. Uh, last night, Tom Brady was asked by host James Corden if he, a year younger than Brady, could ever be drafted to play in the NFL. Brady replied, quote, being completely honest, you have zero chance. Zero. I think you're so talented, I mean, but you can't be great at everything. After Corden followed up saying, quote, but could I play for the Jets? Brady responded, quote, you might be able to play for the Jets. You're right about that. Oh, damn. That's cold. Oh. It's cold. Yeah. Uh, yes. Coming up, our commercial-free Evco Radio and Company. I think it's a birthday today. It's a big anniversary. 18 years. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day above ground. It's a good day. Say good night to the bad guy. Good night, bad guy. Have a great night. Home Team Tom is 459.